Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Uh, today on the show I'm going to be talking with a, a dynamo of a woman uh, who has had a really inspiring life, uh, overcome quite a few challenges and been able to do things like create a new radio network, she's a best-selling author, she even was a, a, a promoter of, of world champion kickboxing, so um, she's had quite the journey, so I'm looking forward for her to share that with you today. But before we do that, I just want to um, uh, remind you that if you are watching this on Facebook Live uh, or on our YouTube channel uh, after the show is over, um, that if you, after the show's finished, just click the link below this video so you can take the 30-second quiz so we can figure out what is holding you back from success and help you break through that. So uh, please help me introduce my special guest today, Frankie Picasso. How are you, Frankie? I'm wonderful, Natalie. You're so healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm on fire today. I had a really good sleep last night after only getting three hours sleep the night before. So I'm like, and I'm just like jumping out of my skin. It's awesome. Um, so, yeah, so how I alluded earlier to the fact that you've had quite the journey uh, in your lifetime, uh, but you've been able to accomplish so much. So let's tell, I'll get you to, go to take us through some of the highlights um, of, you know, of, of your, of things that have happened in your life that have helped you to become you know, the dynamo person that you are. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, I think the, the very first thing I have to start with was my dad, because my dad was the motivating factor for me to believe, you know, that I could do anything I wanted to do. I mean, how fantastic is that? Does somebody put that in your head? I can do anything I want. And it doesn't matter that you're a girl, even better. So I believed him. He never lied to me as far as I know. And so every time I wanted to do something, whether I had education for it or not, I said to myself, can you do this, Frankie? And I go, yep, I can do it. And I, and I went ahead and I did it. And people will go, well, how could you do that? You, you didn't have the education for it. You didn't have, you know, the background for it. I go, but in my head, I knew I could do it. So there you go. You alluded to um, me being the first female kickboxing promoter in the world and managing a 12-time champion. That was, you know, very special. And, and I was working in the boxing industry and Paul had come to me and said, I'm, would you guys take me on? And, and the guys that worked with purest boxers, and they go, no. I go, take me to a show. Let me see what it's all about. Take me to a show. I loved it, fell in love. I go, yeah, I'll put on a world championship for you. And I did. And it was the first time I'd ever negotiated television, uh, ESPN, and, and I wrote the scripts. I got all the fighters. I, I matched them all. I did the whole thing, everything, every little job I did by myself. And I went, wow, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> and it was successful and it was really good. And and so that was, you know, something that was very special to me. Right after that, I got a call from Solicitor General from the government of Ontario. And they said, hey, could you put on a showcase for us, a justice showcase? And I'm like, yeah, I can probably do that. <laughs> and I went ahead and I did that too. And I ended up um, working for a public sector for about seven and a half years until a major motorcycle crash um, took me out. I was in the hospital for six and a half months. And at that point, I lost everything that you know i identified myself with uh, husband job dragon boating i was on the national dragon boat team i was a drummer in a band in a blues band um and everybody had just come and you know everything was taken away and i was left in this in this hospital bed going who am i and you know so often we identify ourselves by all the things we have but rarely do we identify ourselves by all the things we don't have and so i had to um you know, go through that journey of, you know, the dark night of the soul, as they call it, and, and figure out who's Frankie, who do I want to be? I have a chance to recreate the phoenix, you know, is, is on fire. And who, who will I come out as? And just before the accident, I knew the universe had been talking to me. And I kept going, I know you want something, but I don't know what you want. Tell me, be more clear. 
And so, you know, you get taken out. And when you get taken out by the universe, you know, you just have to listen. And I go, okay, now all these signs would pop up. And I go, okay, right road, right road. And, um, you know, some, uh, somebody had come to me and says, you're going to be a, a life coach. I go, a life coach? What's that? We hadn't heard about coaches. They hadn't really been that, that prevalent yet. And I go, okay, I like that because I don't like to do everything that everybody else is doing. No, everybody's doing it, but at the time, nobody was doing it, and I liked it, so I thought, okay, I can do that, and I took all of the courses I could, I went to all the accredited schools, and I took everything, and then I, I taught coaching, and I love coaching, I, I think I'm just a coach, a neat coach, you know, that person that people meet you for five minutes and tell you their life story, right, <laughs> so it's just there, but I, I, I'm not, I don't want to be a coach for, you know, I like to be a coach for the masses, but not an individual coach anymore. And I think that's what I love about the radio, why I started the radio. Um, again, I took a hiatus and I heard the universe speaking to me, said, you're going to start a radio network that is going to show people how to change the world. Because I saw myself as a change specialist. I love change. Change is something I do, I'm really good at. And I used to reinvent myself every two years anyway. And, and I know that it, it scares a lot of people, but... You know, the Chinese have two characters for change, danger and opportunity, and both of those appeal to me. <laughs> so uh, I thought, okay, I'm going to do that. I can, I can start a radio network, and I can find people in the world who are changing the world and help them, support them, be, you know, that person who lifts them up from underneath and, and showcases them to the other people who need to find them, basically, yeah. right? And so we created, um, I created the Good Radio Network, radio that does a world of good, and I wanted it to go beyond talk radio, um, into radio that actually did real good things. So money, you know, we give out money or I give uh, relationships or, or help people in all kinds of ways, whatever way that they need it, I'm there to support them. Right. So, all right. So, so let's, let's back up a little bit because, uh, I mean, that was a lot. <laughs> it was. <laughs> You, uh, you sound a little bit like me where, you know, I, I bought off more than I can chew than I just chew like hell. Um, <laughs> even though I don't know exactly when I say yes to something, you know, I don't know exactly how it's going to get done. Um, I just figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you sound like you're a lot like that. But let's go back to the time of the accident. So how old were you when you had that uh, motorcycle accident? How old? I was how 46. Old? Yeah, 46. 46, right. Yeah. So, um, so you're 46 years old. You're in a hospital bed for six and a half months. And did you say you lost your husband? I went through divorce. Yeah. And while you were still my, recovering, lost. I went, went through divorce, lost my job, lost my band. I was on the senior ma master um, dragon boat team. We're about eight days from going to Shanghai. Lost that. And um, yeah, it was just a lot of loss. And when I got home three days later, my dog died. Like lost, 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 lost. The only thing I still had, Natalie, were my kids. They were still there. Right. So, all right, so, so walk me through this. I mean, how are you, how are you feeling at the time? Like, what's, what's the emotion? Like, what, what's, what, what are the thoughts that are going through your mind? Um, I knew I would be okay. And I just said, you know, you have to, you have to get back on the, like, my dad was always, you get back on the horse, you get back on the horse. So I'm going to get back on the horse, literally and figuratively. I got back on a bike as soon as I looked. The, the hospital, but I had to pull up my bootstraps and I said, you have to reinvent. You have to become something. You're not going to sit in a hospital bed and vegetate. You're not going to feel sorry for yourself. You're going to do something because you've got kids at home who need you and you need to support them. Yeah. And, and that's what's going in my head. And I'm fighting with lawyers. I'm fighting with 
um, insurance companies who, you know, go, we don't want to pay you. Like, prove it, prove it that you're sick. I'm like, hello? Yeah. You know, I've got two broken legs, hip and pelvis. Hmm. Like, just... So how do you go from, okay, well, I need to reinvent <clears throat> and I, and I kind of, there's a bit of urgency about it because I've got kids that are depending on me. How did you figure out what it was that you wanted to do from there? <laughs> Good question. Um, as I said, I went through that dark night of the soul and it was very interesting. Like I had a nurse come to me one night and started to talk about Yogananda and she goes, I'm going to see the, the Dalai Lama tonight. I go, great. Good for you. I was just reading a book and she says, I'm going to, I'm going to mention you. I go, if you get his audience, how fantastic. So she came back in my room like about one in the morning. She goes, I saw the Dalai Lama and he gave me this bracelet for you. I'm like, what? And so she gave me this bracelet and it was like, every time I wished on this bracelet, like things would come true. It was like, like a magic bracelet. It was crazy, crazy. But uh, then I thought, oh, I have a question. And then I'd walk down the hall and there's a Buddhist monk. What's this Buddhist monk doing in my rehab hospital? Right? Like just all these, these different things. It was really cool how it, how it all played out. But I thought, okay. Um, and then I decided, the staff were so fantastic that I asked if I could put on a presentation for them and and talk to them about, you know, remind them what they're doing and why they're doing it and how fantastic it is from my perspective being a patient at what they do. Because going from a trauma hospital where everything was no, 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 to a rehab hospital that was, if it takes 10 people, we'll get you up, don't worry, we're gonna do it. It was all, we can do this. Um, from my mental state, that was fantastic. Like. I hadn't experienced that for a long time. And so uh, I needed them to remember why they got into that business and how important it was from all of the patients and how much gratitude I had for them. And so that was really powerful because I thought, okay, I'm, I'm getting back up. I'm speaking again. I'm talking to a group of people. I'm, you know, well, I was in a wheelchair, I think, but I, I was still, you know, doing it. And, and that was, that was powerful. And they came up and they were crying after and they said, oh my gosh, thank you so much for, now I remember, you know, the first day I came to work and how excited I was. That's, you know, I think important to show people gratitude. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so, so, I mean, obviously, whatever you've been doing since then has led into this, this radio show and the radio network. I mean, it's not just radio. Like we're talking about really coming from a place of, of deep generosity and deep service. Um, what gave you the idea for this? Well, Right. I always wanted to be on the radio. Nine years old, I sent away for the, the National Institute of Broadcasting Records. And, you know, I had a record player, my little mini record player would take with me. and I'd listen to this record and I, I just wanted to be a journalist or, you know, TV personality or radio personality. And then the dream got forgotten. You know, you want to be a vet, you're a girl, you're a teenager, boys, blah, blah, blah. Okay. <laughs> so I was teaching coaching and one of my students, I finished coaching him, uh, finished teaching and, and he contacted me. He says, Frankie, do you want to start a radio station with me? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Because two weeks prior, it was New Year's Eve. I wrote up my list. This year, I'm going to be a radio host. So not even two weeks later did I manifest a radio station. Well, his thing was very difficult. Um, technologically for the host to, to get into their computers and he would have to go into their computers and hook them all up. They didn't get it. Call blog talk. I said blog talk, I've got 20 hosts that, you know, 20 coaches who want to be on, on air. Can you just hook them up and, you know, pick up the phone and you're on air. So it was very simple, but I, I loved it. Like I fell in love with it. The second I did it, I ended up having like seven different radio shows that year, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, from relationship, even the bachelor to a marketing one to, you know, my midlife mojo one for people in middle, middle life and all that stuff. And I just took to it like, you know, 
I don't know, fish to water. Um, go forward a few years. Like I said, I took a few years off. I got a little bored with it. Um, you know, just talking to the same people. It's not the same people, but, you know, just telling people stories and not really having a reason for it anymore. And so I took some time off and, and I meditated and I, and I got that download from the universe saying, okay, you're going to start something. I changed the world. You're going to find these people who are changing the world, even if they're one person. I want you to go out there and motivate people to change the world. 9-11 um, had happened already. Uh, people, CNN was just showing all this negative stuff over and over and over. And I got really tired of it. And, and I thought that it was putting too much negative airwaves out there and people weren't recovering. And they needed to begin to focus on positive things. I thought you have to put positive, you have to put positive stuff out there and encourage people to listen to it because people all around me were going, what can I do to change the world? Uh, what can I do to change politics? What can I do? Nothing I can do. And I go, there's so much you can do. You Just even thinking about doing it is doing something. Like they didn't get it and I needed them to get it. And so I needed a reason d'etre. And so I created the good radio and I said, it's going to be talk radio that does a world of good. And it has to really do a world of good. It has to go beyond, you know, just talking about doing good things. And, you know, I believe in, in, um, in having a reputation. I believe that you do what you say you're going to do, that it's ethical and it's moral. And um, hopefully, you know, I believe that that's what I'm doing. And and I don't know if you can see over here a little bit, but I've got some donkeys that we sponsor at the sanctuary and and just, you know, just some stuff like that. So I've got donkeys, I've got animals, I've got dogs and, and lions and tigers and bears and monkeys and um, all the animals that don't have a voice, I have a voice for them. And all the children who need, you know, I'm an artist and so I paint and, and through my painting, um, I, I pay for cleft palate surgery through Mercy Ships for children. Um, I thought that's a really quick win, it's a quick fix. And in about 45 minutes, a child has their life back, a mother has their child back, they're part of society again, they're, they're inclusive again, and, and that is money well worth spent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know it's such an incredible project. Um, and uh, so if people wanted to connect with you, uh, Frankie, either you know, through the radio network, and I know that you've got, you've written several books, you're a best-selling author. I mean, you, you have so, such a world of uh, knowledge and wisdom. Thank How you. can people connect with you? Uh, well, they, can, they can join me at thegoodradionetwork.com. They can write to me at Frankie at thegoodradionetwork.com or FrankiePaintsPets.com or just CoachPicasso at Rogers.com. And they right. can go on, on Amazon, of course, and, and look for my books. There's yeah. three books on there. Yeah. And, and we'll make sure that we post a, a link here for people to be able to go through to that. But I highly recommend that you check out the, the Good Radio Network um, because yeah. it's just, yeah, it's 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 amazing. And, you know, if you want to, we always talk about how do you get into a high vibration? How do you make yourself feel good? We'll just tap into this radio network. Um, and I know there'll be a little injection into your day. So thank you, Frankie, for joining me, darling. It's been awesome talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let you talk at all. I know, no, I know. I've got a couple of words in. It's okay. <laughs> oh, good. So, guys, uh, look, I encourage you to, to click on the link, go through to, to, to Frankie's website and go through to the Good, uh, Good Radio Network. Um, make sure that uh, once the show is over, click the link below the video so that you can take our 30-second quiz to figure out what's holding you back from success. And until next time... Remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon. Thank you, Natalie.